What's up, what's up, Set Apart fam? I'm your host, Jamie Lynn Walnow, and I'm so honored that you are taking time out of your day to join me as we discuss something really powerful. I'm so passionate about what we're talking about today, and I hope you're encouraged because we are uncovering the works of the dark of the darkness and the enemy, and we're bringing in the light. <laughs> Anyways, um, I did a Facebook Live this past week, and I love this message so much. So many people were getting filled with the Holy Spirit, asking for the Holy Spirit on media. Media is such an incredible tool, okay? But we're also in a battle of media, and so I want to share that. But you may hear me talking to the audience, and it's because this is from a Facebook Live recording, so bear with me, but it's powerful, it's amazing. And if you're not yet following me on Facebook, go to Jamie Lynn Wall now. It's a public page and follow me and go follow me on YouTube and you can catch more content than just the Wednesdays we have together. But if you're new, thanks for joining us. If you find value in this, please subscribe, leave a written review. I want to know your thoughts. I want to know who you are. I love watching this family grow. You're so loved. Come on, let's do this. Let's go after this together. And without further ado, here's the message on the modern day battle. Hey guys, how's it going? Please let me know where you are tuning in for, for. hopefully you're tuning in for good news because I'm bringing the good news. Um, but one of the things I wanted to do too is I wanted to um, share a message about the modern day battle that we are all facing right now. And it sounds doom and gloom, but listen, we are in serious times, so serious. And I want to encourage you with what we are facing together as Christians, and what is our assignment? What's the warning here? So I encourage you to hit the share button. I encourage you to go follow my public page, Jamie Lynn Walnow, if you're not following it yet. But I love going live while we comment. And so while I want you to engage in this conversation, let me know what your thoughts are. But we are in a modern day battle globally right now as the believer, as believers in the body of Christ. And we get to go in together. We get to go with full armor on. And so I want to share and uncover what the enemy is doing in this battle, but what the plans of God are for us all. Because we are, God goes before us, he surrounds us and he follows us. We are in a really good place. Those who belong to the Lord, we doing good. We love it. It's crazy to be in lockdown right now. We are all in this together. How have we ever been in a season globally where we were in something together on this level? And there's a lot that can go wrong, and I believe there's way more shaking coming. But those who are in Christ Jesus, do not fear. How many times does he say, do not be afraid in scripture? You know, like we, we have an amazing, good God. Modern day battle. Right now we're facing times where media, which is a very powerful tool for us to connect as the body of Christ. Um, this is a time where we, we are able to... Um, <laughs> Take in what the media is saying, and the media is filled with fear. There's some truth in it, but it's mixed with opinion, and it's mixed with the ways of the world. And the world, in 1 John 2, 15 through 18, which, by the way, I believe media is an amazing tool for, the, for all of us um, to connect with. New Zealand, what's that? Philippines. That's awesome. Okay. 1 John 2, 15 through 18. We have to stand on the word of God. So I can't, we can't talk about we can talk about the battle that's going on. You turn on the news and they just talk about the battle that's going on. And if you behold something long enough, you become it. You get caught up in the rhetoric. If you're just listening to negativity, if you're listening to fear, all of a sudden you start communicating with fear. 
And I can't tell you how many times in media I've seen somebody post something on Facebook, oh my goodness, which is not the ultimate resource um, generator. <laughs> and I go look it up and it's not factual. You know, there's a lot of lies going on and a lot of fear being spread. And we have got to learn and see and uncover and remove the veil from our eyes of the darkness that's taking place and we can't believe everything that we see. <laughs> okay, so in 1 John 2, 15-18, he says, Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. You turn on the news and you see what's happening in the world. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh, which is what he's talking about, and the desires of the eyes and pride and possessions is not from the Father but is from the world. And the world is passing away along with its desires, but whoever does the will of God abides forever. Children, it is the last hour. And as you've heard, the Antichrist is coming. So now many Antichrist have come. Therefore, we know that it is the last hour. First John 5.19, we know that we are from God and the world lies in the power of the evil one. So when we say the world, we're talking about the things that the enemy is doing, the desires of our flesh, the pride, the lust. I mean, you turn it on, what are we putting our time to? You know, how are we numbing out? Oftentimes our flesh naturally, when we're away from the word and we're not pursuing God, when things get hard, we wanna numb out and we could turn to drinking, we could turn to pornography, we could turn to gossip, we could turn to slander, we could turn to a number of things. And this is the modern day battle. And right now we're in a pandemic altogether where God is doing amazing things for those who will see, but the enemy is still at work. And the agenda of the world is still coming in to media, it's still coming in, it's still coming in, right? So we have to have eyes to see, which we'll get to that in a second. John 18, 36, Jesus answered, Hey, Dustin, Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, my servants would have been fighting that I might not be delivered over to the Jews, but my kingdom is not from the world. So this, I love the scripture. Right now, the looting, the riots, everything that's going on, if Jesus was from this world, if the kingdom of God was from this world, that is what we would be doing. That is what they would have done, the disciples would have done, the servants of God would have done when Jesus walked to the earth to avoid him going to crucifixion. So we are seeing right now, the world is manifesting and we as Christians cannot be silent in this battle or this 2% I'm making up that statistic that is coming in will override what God's plans are if we do not discern what God is doing in this battle. Come on, Julie, it sure is, honey. Hey, Michelle, thanks for sharing. Okay, so now we move to this. So we as believers are seeing this modern day battle, okay? The ways of this world are coming upon all of us through the media. It's not hard to turn it on and you just see negativity, negativity. And well, let me tell you, God never said this journey following him would be easy. He said we would be persecuted. Read James. I love the book of James. But like read it. The walk of the narrow path with God is not easy. But when we are anchored in the word of God during this battle in relationship with Jesus, when we know the character of our God, when we know that our king says, I fight on the front lines for you. I've clothed you in armor. Yes, the enemy is coming in. 
but I put armor upon you and I have released all of heaven to surround you because you have turned your heart to me. When we recognize the power of God, not just within us, because Jesus sent his spirit, which is the sweetest gift, we can stand when the enemy comes. So the word of God, 2 Timothy 3, 16 through 17 says, all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that the man of God may be competent, equipped for every good work. How many of you would like to see good work right now? <laughs> like we see so much right now, but like what on earth? We, by reading scripture, can encounter the breath of God. We can bring teaching, correction. The, the breath of God, the word of God brings teaching and reproof for us. God corrects and disciplines those he loves. I love correction. And I'm not just saying that, like, I know that's not a popular thing to say, but I want to be more like him, even if it really hurts. If I've done something that's wrong and somebody tells me, I know they love me because I want to draw close to him. Right now, the modern day battles that nobody wants to be corrected. There's pride leading people. Nobody wants to be told the wrong. Nobody's willing to humble their hearts. Not and I know there are people who are willing to, but what we're seeing the world display is that screaming and yelling and looting is the answer to being heard. Now these are hurt people that haven't been heard and there's not a maturity for them to discern that they were probably created to actually facilitate solutions on earth, but they're not seeking the correct source. So they're in the world and they're only doing it the way that Jesus said in John 18, 36, that if he was of the world, that's what he'd be doing, looting, fighting, making sure that the kingdom of heaven was protected by killing people. You know, that's not who he is though. He came in peace. In Romans 15, four, for whatever was written in former days was written for our instruction that through endurance and through the encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. If you have lost hope today, do not be discouraged. Do not be discouraged. When you find out you've lost hope, it just means you gotta hop up in the word of God again, okay? Like this is something we should be meditating on every day. And I know that that's not realistic for every Christian. It, it can be, and it is. We make time for what we value. But if, the, if you've lost hope, I have a hard time believing you're in the word of God. I, when I have lost hope, have realized, oh my goodness, I need to get in the word of God. And anytime um, that weakness comes in of, oh, I don't, how are you going to show up, God? It's like, wait, whoa, 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 wait, no, 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 no. Your word was written for today, for instruction for today, so that through this endurance of what I'm facing right now, I can have encouragement in you, God. John 15, 7. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done. Right now, we are at a time, hi Paula, I love you. We are at a time right now where we have got to abide in the word of God. We've got to. When we abide in the word of God and Jesus, in relationship with Jesus, when we're in prayer, which is relationship with him, talking to him, but listening, we hear, we naturally start desiring his desires and we start declaring, I do too, Barbara, I want to be more like Jesus. But when we're in relationship with him and in the word, we start to want what he wants and we start to declare what he wants and it starts to happen because we know that it will be done. So it's not this selfish like, me, 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 God's a slot machine, let me put in a coin, pull it out and give me 
give me what I want. No, this is like God is to be worshipped and adored. And from this place of worship, turning on worship music and saying, God, you are faithful, reminding ourselves of how good he is, getting in the word, reminding, renewing our minds, telling him how good he is, we begin to remember that he is faithful. And because every single time a nation turned their hearts to God in repentance and in good faith, moved away from sin and repented and turned their hearts in, he saved their nation. And right now, in our nation here in America, we are at a turning point. We are at a turning point, period. We are either going to see destruction or we're going to see the kingdom of heaven. And God empowered us to make that decision. So while we're in this modern day battle, it says in Matthew 24, 35, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. So everything he said, everything he has written will never pass away. But everything that's happening, this death, this destruction, it will pass away. So what are we going to take with us? What are you hearing from God? It is so good to listen to prophetic voices. And if you're having a hard time discerning what God is actually saying, who's prophetic right now, like who's really a prophet, I want to encourage you that in um, 2 Corinthians 2, it talks about there's a spirit of the world and there's a spirit of God. And if you want to discern what God is saying right now, because you're not meant to just lean on prophets. Now is a huge gift. And one of the gifts that we should long for the most is the prophetic gift, which means you're hearing God and what he wants to establish on earth, whether it's in somebody's life or what's something that's coming to a nation. There's always a choice in a word. It's like getting an invitation in the mail to a party. You get the invitation in the mail and this is like, you either get to go to it or not. And when you get an invitation in the mail, there's instructions. So when he gives you a word, ask him, God, what? Or you hear a prophetic word from somebody. God, what is my place in this prophetic word? You hear doom and gloom word, which a lot of prophets said, hey, in the Old Testament, when prophets prophesied, it was not always like, you're going to get an ice cream sundae tomorrow. It's going to be amazing. It was like, hey, God's after your heart. If you don't turn your heart to God, there will be destruction of this entire nation. And all he wants is for you to turn your heart to him and he will release your people. Plague after plague came. How many times do we have to learn this, guys? But guess what? Like, I'm not dishing. I'm. You will never hear me slander anybody. That is a fact. Our government is not responsible for that. As Christians, we can be responsible for that. We're not voting Lord. We're not voting our pastors into place. I hope we're voting Christian policies into every single one of our nations and political stances that represent the kingdom of heaven and bring life and not death. But right now, as believers, we have the authority and power today, right now, to turn our hearts, you as an individual, me, and just imagine thousands of people in every nation turning their hearts, millions, to God and saying, God, I repent on behalf of my nation in the sins Show me what to do. Will you save our nation in this modern day battle? Deliver us from sex trafficking. Deliver us from pornography. Deliver us from the lust of the flesh. Deliver us from pride. Deliver us, God, from slander, from gossip. Show us, God, your ways and show me how I can partner with you. Because in this modern day battle, you are called to be a warrior of God. And whether it's in the prayer room, in your closet when no one can see it, 
whether it's you doing that and from that place God launches you onto the front lines to forerun, to be a forerunner for something, whatever it may be, will you have the courage because it's in you via the Holy Spirit to take your place right now? I also want to encourage you during this time in this modern day battle, are you numbing out to alcohol, to TV shows that are filled with lust, premarital sex, that are filled with gossip and slander, that are filled with destruction and death, what are you filling your time with? Because that is going to show up and it's gonna affect the way we see what God is doing right now. And this isn't a word to like shame anybody. Like I absolutely love you guys. And I just feel like that warrior, like I, I'm like one of the most encouraging people that you'll meet, but I'm also really real. Like the time we're in is not a joke. Like this is a modern day battle. We've been facing the modern day battle the whole, our whole life because we live in the world where the evil one is ruling, yet the kingdom of heaven already won. And God is like, you, your inheritance is victory. Will you come to my word? Will you sit with me in prayer? And will you listen to me? Because you all hear God. We all hear him and do what I say to do. What I love is this scripture in 1 Corinthians 2 says, um, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived what God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed it to us by his spirit. If you want to discern what God is doing during this time of this modern day battle that we're all facing together, I believe the only way, the only way to reign victoriously through this time is to be filled with the spirit of God. When Jesus left, he said, I must go because it would be better for me to leave and send you a gift. And this gift will live inside you. It's the spirit that rose me, that raised me from the grave. It's what empowered every single miracle. Every time he laid hands on the sick, they were made whole. Every time he prayed for the dead to rise, they rose up. So we have that in us and we're growing and we're learning and this should be an adventure of growth and learning together. So if you do not yet have the Holy Spirit, I want to offer a time right now in prayer where you would invite the Holy Spirit in. And for all of you who have the Holy Spirit in you, will you join me to pray for our brothers and sisters? Right now, if you are um, tuning in and I have two different pages that are going live at the same time right now, God TV, and I shared it to my Jamie Lynn Wallnow page. But if you are not filled with the Spirit, will you please type right now? And you want this. You want this discernment from God. You know that you love Jesus, but you don't know if you have the Holy Spirit in you. That means when you have the Holy Spirit, you hear God, you are able to discern what is God and what is not God. Because those who are discerning God can only discern it by the Holy Spirit. You either have the Spirit of this world or you have the Spirit of God. And you can't discern what, look, the spirit of the world is what crucified Jesus. God is about to do amazing things on earth. God is going to do phenomenal things on earth. And those of us who are filled with the spirit of the world will be offended. We won't catch it. It won't happen the way that we think it should. God's not going to be moving the way that we think he should. But those who are filled with the spirit of God will see, whoa, God. We won't have an expectation of how it'll come. We just know he's coming and we're waiting and we're eager and we're ready and we don't care how he does it. We're ready for him to do it. 
And those are the ones who don't slander, who don't gossip, who don't get caught up in fear, who don't run away from hope. Those are the ones who are filling themselves with the word and the spirit. So if you want to be filled with the Holy Spirit, let's pray right now. Why not? Let's pray right now. Share this and let's pray right now for our friends and our family to be filled with the spirit. So if you want to be filled with the spirit, write, I want to be filled with the Holy Spirit right now. Type it in. If you are not yet filled with the Holy Spirit, I want you to, in the comment section, write, I want to be filled with the Holy Spirit right now, and we are going to pray for you. So I'm going to wait a second because I know there's a little bit of a delay when you comment versus when I'm on here, but I want you guys to get ready to pray. That's right, Julie. When Pharaoh, when, when he went to, we just, we need America. We need America. We need God to release his people into all the places of the earth. So if this is you and you want to be filled with the Holy Spirit, right, I want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Don't be shy. Your whole world's going to change and discernment's going to come. Regardless, I'm going to pray for all of us, which is like my favorite thing to do. Okay, I, I don't know how much of a delay there is, but I'm going to begin praying. So, okay, come on, Joanna, bold, the first one. You want more, Kenny, you want more, come on. Okay, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we ask you, we ask Holy Spirit for you to come and fill Joanna and fill Kenny and fill John and Neil and, oh my goodness, come on, and June, all these people, God, all our brothers and sisters, this is awesome. Isabel, Holy Spirit, would you come and fill us with you? Will you fill our brothers and sisters with you? We ask for you to come, Spirit of God, would you come lead us all? Would you open our eyes to see that we can see that we can hear and conceive the things that you are doing on earth right now. God, I thank you for filling Joyce, for filling Priyanka, for filling my brothers and sisters right now. Everyone who's typing in, whether it's live or you're watching later, God, we thank you for filling us now in the name of Jesus. And Marie, we declare that you are being filled with the Holy Spirit right now. God, we thank you. Thank you for more. There's always more spirit of God. Would you fill us with hunger? Would you lead us to you? Would you let us know that you are with us right now? Would you overwhelm us with honey, with chills, with warmth, whatever it is, however, the peace is what you give to us. Peace is what you give. Would you fill us with peace that surpasses all understanding? And let us know that from this moment on, Alexis, Betty, all of these men and women are going to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Even those of you who comment later, who are not watching live, this is for you right now. Those who are typing this in, in Jesus' name, Lord, would you come fill every single one of these people through media? Why not, Spirit of God? Would you anoint this message to fill our brothers and sisters with your love? We love you, God. So repeat after me, Holy Spirit, I thank you for your presence. Jesus, I thank you for sending your spirit. I ask you, Jesus, to fill me with your Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I invite you to come fill every part of me. Fill every part of Bev and Dan. Thank you, God, for filling them in Jesus' name. Would you fill me, Spirit of God, with your love, and discernment in Jesus name come on if anything's broken may it be mended and made whole by the Holy Spirit you are so loved 
You are set apart. There's no one like you. And if you want more encouraging content, go follow Jamie Lynn Walnow. I typed my name in so you can click on my page. I love you guys so much. Um, Sam, come on. Holy Spirit's going to come into Canada. But I love y'all. Share this with your friends. And just know, like, we are in a modern-day battle. But God prepared us in His Word. He wrote instruction long ago, knowing that these times were coming and that we could choose. We, that's the best part of God. He gave us free will to choose Him. He's not forcing us to choose Him. We have the free will to choose Him or not. And I don't know about you, but I'm ready to choose Him. So fill them up, God. Fill me up more. Let us know that you are good, that you are with us. And I encourage you, worship. Don't forget to remind yourself of all of the good things He's done. Read the Word and ask the Holy Spirit to help you discern what He is saying during this time because only the Spirit of God can show you what God is doing during this time. Love you. Bless you. I will see you next Thursday. And for those of you who go follow Jamie Lynn Walnow, I will see you a whole lot more between now and then. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Have a good one.